Hello, and this is Shannon Early, the hostess of Nesting with the Early Birds, and today's episode is coming at you from my Listen Up series, which is broadcast in the UK, as a matter of fact. I am a partner with District Dubs Presents, and I am the hostess of the show that basically talks about social issues over there. Today, I'm going to talk all about a mass genocide that is occurring as we speak. It has nothing to do with Adolf Hitler in the 1940s. It is something that is going on right now. Stay tuned and thank you so much for coming back to Nesting with the Early Birds. Hello, and this is Shannon Early, the hostess of Nesting with the Early Birds, and I'm working today with District Dubs Presents Listen Up. I'm the hostess that's going to talk with you guys about social issues that are going on all around the world. And again, we've talked about how issues can range from things like race, gender, religion, people being persecuted, that sort of thing. And today I'm going to share with you something that you maybe already know about, but I have a feeling that most of you have never heard about this before. There is actually a terrible tragedy that is occurring as we speak. It is not something from 1940, and it would remind you of something of Adolf Hitler. What do you think that could possibly be? There is literally a mass genocide occurring as we speak. It's not something in the history books. It is something that is happening in our world today, right now, in China And Kazakhstan, which is actually on the left of China. If you were to have a bird's eye view on your geography map, you guys, this is crazy. Right now, there are a group of people called the Uyghurs, spelled U-I-G-H-U-R-S. There are about 12 million Uyghurs that are mostly Muslim, and they live in the northwestern China area in a region called Xin. Jang. It's X-I-N-J-I-A-N-G. So perhaps I'm pronouncing it wrong, but they live in the region of Xinjiang, Xinjiang, and it's actually officially known as the Xinjiang Uyghur Autonomous Region, or the X-U-A-R. The Uyghurs actually speak their own language, and it's similar to Turkish, and they see themselves as culturally and ethnically close to Central Asian nations. And they actually make up less than half of the Xinjiang population. And you guys, in recent decades, there's been this mass migration of Han Chinese, which is China's ethnic majority. And they are migrating to Xinjiang. Xinjiang. And basically, the Uyghurs were feeling like their culture and their livelihoods were under threat. They actually are one of the top cotton producers in the world, and they also have this land that's rich in oil and gas, and it's actually seen by Beijing as an important trade link. But in the early 1900s, the Uyghurs briefly declared independence, but after mainland China became a new communist government in 1949, they were like, hey guys, you can't have your own spot anymore. You are under us. And here's the thing, China is actually committing mass genocide against the Uyghurs. And genocide is defined as the intent to destroy, 
in whole or in part, a national, ethnical, racial, or religious group. And the thing is, if you guys know anything about history and the concentration camps where Jewish people were sent to these camps and it was under this ruse of, oh, everything's fine, we're just putting them all together. They're doing the same thing right now to the Uyghurs. And they actually call them, um, I believe, re-education camps, basically, where they are trying to train these people to be more patriotic towards China and, you know, just give up their religion and their cultural identity, you know. They have been putting millions of people in these prison-like structures. Now, China hadn't said that, of course. This was all found out via, like, satellite images where all of a sudden these buildings kept popping up over and over. And then in 2020, there was a 40% increase of buildings and people that have been detained. Now, a UN committee in 2018 actually said it had credible reports that the Chinese were holding up to a million people in counter-extremism centers in Xinjiang. So they're re-education camps, counter-extremism centers. They are forced labor camps. China has, of course, denied all of this, you guys. And there were actually some leaked documents that came out known as the China Cables. And basically, it made clear that these camps are supposed to be run like high-security prisons with strict discipline and punishment. And I actually was watching a documentary with my husband and one woman said that her punishment that she received twice was sitting naked tied to a wooden chair for 24 hours. She had to relieve herself on the chair, on herself, and sit in it. They provided her with one small glass of water that whole entire time. And they had said that these uh, punishments are coming for reasons that, you know, normal people, most people in the world, anybody that thinks that people are actually made in the image of God would never treat people this way, you guys. They are separating families. They are taking children away from their parents. As a matter of fact, they're even forcing the sterilization of Uyghur women. Can you imagine how terrible that would be to have your children torn away from you and then to be forcibly sterilized so you couldn't have more children? The women that have come out have actually uh, talked about having uh, mass rape and sexual abuse inside these prisons. And there's actually new factories that are being built within the grounds of these re-education camps. Like, they are definitely labor camps, you guys. There was a story that I was also uh, interested in where there was a husband and wife. They had three kids. The wife lived in Kazakhstan, and she had family in China in this province we're talking about, this autonomous region, and she went to go visit them. And then after that, her husband never heard from her again. Until months later, a very brave and courageous person smuggled a USB drive with a message from his wife. And she would constantly say things like, just checking on the children. You know, I love you. I'm okay. I'm alive. You have to imagine how brave it was for this person to smuggle this for her and how brave it was for the wife and also how scary 
because she would know that her children and husband could be in danger and vice versa. And the Chinese government is what is actually the problem here. Just to make a disclaimer so we are all clear, it is the government being corrupted and forcing this genocide on people. It has nothing to do with Chinese people. It is their government. And I just want to remind you guys that all people are made in the image of God, okay? And Chinese people, Muslim, Uyghurs, Italians, whatever, we are all made in the image of God and treating each other as such is of utmost importance. These people, the government, they are taking away all the rights of these people in awful ways. Muslim women generally will be wearing uh, head coverings. Well, in these camps, they're forcing the women to take the coverings off. They're forcing them to dress in immodest measures, ways that they would never normally, you know, clothe themselves. They're not allowed to see their family. And China, the government in China, has actually, you know, prided itself on having this huge technological revolution of security cameras all over the place. And guess what, guys? They have facial scanners that scan you everywhere. You want to get on the subway, the train, the supermarket, you leave your neighborhood, boom, facial scans. And their facial recognition software is set so that if they perceive, if the AI perceives that somebody may be a Uyghur, that person is removed and put in the camp, whether or not they say they actually are. If people are assumed to be Uyghurs, the Chinese government will first start monitoring them. They will start by having spies set up to look in their garbage, check their daily activity, watch their social network stuff. They have cameras set up so they can see all the comings and goings of the person. They watch their credit card spending. Everything. They want to see who they contact. And the Chinese government also has this like crazy list of who they think is a threat to China and who isn't. If you have 10 points, guess what? You're good to go, man. You're probably in the Chinese government. They trust you. Boom. Good job. They deduct points for the smallest of things. I'm going to tell you the the ways that your safety can be under attack and the ways that your points would be deducted if you were a Chinese citizen. And let's just see how dangerous you would actually be to their government. Okay, so some of the easier things that you could definitely prevent from getting detained in camp would be things like not growing a long beard. So you better shave that off. You definitely cannot wear a head covering. You may not jaywalk. You cannot have any fines that are due. Also, if you are a Uyghur man or woman, you will actually be fined an incredible sum for having more than two children. There is a man that has seven children and has been sentenced to jail for one year for each child. That's seven years, leaving his wife penniless. There's even an orphanage there that they don't talk about, but there have been teachers that worked in the orphanage that said there were hundreds of children that would count down the days until they could see their parents for good behavior. Good behavior would be things like um, attending the mandatory flag ceremonies, speaking only in Mandarin, 
definitely not in their own language. And they need to say things like, we, uh, the Uyghurs are wild and, you know, extremist peoples. And women have been forced to have abortions there. They've been forced sterilization, IUDs. They've been force fed birth control pills. And you can also have your points deducted if you're a woman and you do not attend their quote unquote free gynecological exams, which are every single month. Every single month, they give you an exam and see if you're pregnant. And if you're pregnant, they will abort your fetus right then and there. The other things that you can have deducted from your point system would be things like having a passport, having family that lives outside of China, having any sort of plans to leave the country for any sort of outside travel. And if you have any sort of social account, it's not Facebook. I'm not exactly sure what the account is. Maybe it's Facebook. I don't know. But basically, depending on what you post, it will be monitored and you will be detained if it is anything that they find that could be a threat to their government. Now, the crazy thing, too, is that there are millions of cameras all around China, but they are definitely near this Zanjiang province. And it has even been reported that there have been over 500,000 face scans in that area alone. And the crazy thing too is that if you have any sort of violations on your record, if you're any sort of threat, the Chinese government has a public display system. So if you're in a car at a stoplight or a crosswalk, it will display, bink, this person has two driving tickets on their record and is also probably a Muslim extremist terrorist. The children are blacklisted from going to good schools. You can be even blacklisted from going on the subway, from traveling anywhere. They can take things from you, like your license, your car, your bank account can be frozen. It is absolutely a terror. And this genocide, maybe it's not... Um, a one day millions of people killed situation, but it is a slow, insidious, terrible thing where millions of people are being detained and so many people are disappearing and nobody knows where they went. Not just that, the birth rate of the Uyghurs, that area of China used to be one of the fastest growing populations. It is now the slowest growing. I'm actually going to include some links that I checked out that are really great sources of information, good trustworthy things, the BBC, PBS, the AP. There are some really great sites. You guys got to check it out. And remember that there are people that are dying and disappearing and being taken from their homes for the smallest, the slightest things, such as what their face looks like. This has been Shannon Early, your hostess of Listen Up, presented by the District Dubs. Thank you so much for coming, and I'll see you guys next time.